two, three, go. Okay. Welcome to Sports Mad Res's This Week in Review podcast, where we highlight the recent news in sports medicine research. Over the past week, we've had one post on sportsmedres.org. That's res.org. In that post, we summarized the study where the authors found that a young adult who sustains a knee injury is almost six times more likely to be diagnosed with knee osteoarthritis in the next 11 years than a peer without a knee injury. If we take a closer look at that study, we find that the authors performed a longitudinal cohort study using data from a registry in Sweden to determine the risk of clinically diagnosed knee osteoarthritis after different types of knee injury compared with individuals without a knee injury. The authors included people 25 to 34 years of age between 1998 and 2007 with at least one diagnostic code during that time. The 5,250 participants with an injury had a newly diagnosed knee injury between 1999 and 2007. Injuries could include ligamentous injury, meniscal tear, knee contusions, cartilage injury, fracture, dislocations, as well as other diagnoses. The authors identified over 140,000 people without a knee injury during that time who had been evaluated by a healthcare professional. The onset of knee osteoarthritis was defined based on medical classification codes, specifically ICD-10 codes, registered by a physician at least three years after a reported injury and up until the year 2017. Average follow-up time for the injured and uninjured groups were about 14 and a half to 14 years respectively. Overall, the rate of diagnosed knee osteoarthritis within the first 11 years after an injury was about 5.7 times greater among people with a knee injury than not. People with an injury developed knee osteoarthritis seven to nine months earlier than those without an injury. These findings were actually fairly consistent among men and women and people older or younger than 30 years of age at the start of the study. The authors also noted that while all knee injuries increased the risk of knee osteoarthritis, the risk was greatest after a cruciate ligament injury, meniscal tear, a fracture of the proximal tibia or patella, or injury to multiple structures. Overall, the authors found that someone with a knee injury is at greater risk of developing knee osteoarthritis over time. Interestingly, this is the first evidence that all types of injuries among young adults increase the risk of knee osteoarthritis. However, the risk is greatest after a cruciate ligament injury, meniscal tear, or fracture. The authors also acknowledged that the difference in disease-free time between injured and uninjured people who develop knee osteoarthritis early in life was less than one year. This may indicate that people with osteoarthritis at a young age without an injury may have other strong risk factors leading to osteoarthritis, such as obesity. Unfortunately, the authors lacked key details about each person, such as their body mass index. While these findings are novel and helpful, 
it remains challenging to know what to tell younger patients in high school or college about the risk of osteoarthritis after an injury, since this study only included people over 25 years of age. Despite these limitations, it's important to tell a patient with a knee injury that there is consistent evidence in the literature that they may be three to six times more likely to develop knee osteoarthritis within the first decade after an injury. Based on a figure provided by the authors, we can also estimate that we could probably tell patients that at least one in 20 patients after a knee injury, with the exception of perhaps knee contusions, will be diagnosed with osteoarthritis in the first 11 years after an injury. That's one in 20. Hence, we should be educating patients about what is osteoarthritis, strategies to reduce the risk, and the importance of reporting joint symptoms to their future healthcare providers. Don't forget that we also share extra material on social media. This week's most popular post was an article in the Clinical Journal of Sport Medicine where the authors concluded that eccentric exercise induced changes in tendon mechanical properties, which related with changes in clinical symptoms in athletes with patellar tendinopathy. And if you're an athletic trainer who's looking for evidence-based practice CEUs, then please check out our six online evidence-based practice courses that are available through the Human Kinetics website. We will have links to our summaries, the courses, and the article on our website and in our show notes. Remember, you can always follow us on Twitter, Facebook, or LinkedIn. We'll be back next week with more sports medicine research. Until then, have a fun one.